0: Radio Drama Revival, the show dedicated to stories told the medium of sound, showcasing the diversity and vitality of modern audio theater. Here you hear news, reviews, discussion, and of course stories. I'm your host, Fred. That great theme music is by Roger Gregg of Crazy Dog Audio Theater. And as I promised, we are changing gears. We have uh, gone from the total straight uh, sentimental Christmas uh, last week with it's, it's a Wonderful Life, preceded by uh, some cutting edge stuff by the truth podcast next week we're going to have a wonderful adaptation of a christmas carol um of course dickens and there's probably a dozen or more um audio adaptations in fact craig wickman of quicksilver radio theater has released a book on the topic which is uh i I highly recommend if you're interested in radio history uh we'll put the link in our show notes and talk about it a bit more Next week. Uh, This week, however, we have something completely different. Uh, Into the uh, the more irreverent or uh, you know holiday spirit, we have the Our Fair City uh, Heart Life Productions, um, All the Life You Ever Need Heart Life Company Incorporated. Their story of Our Fair City is this uh, dystopian world where corporations uh, were basically responsible for the downfall of society, and then um, in this apocalyptic landscape keep everything under control. So it's a basically a totalitarian state, uh, but with a corporate, you know, middle manager driven culture, as opposed to, uh, y- y- well, you know, you, you, you get the you get the gist. It's a, a corporate police state um, and it is wickedly funny um, and a huge project. We featured them many times here on the show before. Uh, they do some killer live performances and we've got one of those for you today. Uh both as well as an earlier piece, both are delightful. These are called their exclusion day specials. Uh, so, uh they they may have a man in red suit, but he's not the man that uh most kiddos are thinking of um in the at least in the American tradition. <laughs> so, uh that's what we've got to you back to back. Uh we'll we're, we're going to start with the modern one which Uh, does have some insider jokey things so if you haven't followed the other our fair city things you might not get all the the gist of it but um, i do highly recommend their podcast Uh, i've seen them grow and flourish a lot um, from catching their original kickstarter back before they'd done anything uh, through season one where they were learning a lot of technical things and just pacing and uh, acting And, and now to where they're really producing quite a Polished product. They have huge launch parties for their new shows. They do really fantastic live events, and uh, there's I think a hundred or more people who have been involved with the project, and it's become a thing. And they now have their own nonprofit. Uh, they are running this uh, Facebook or Twitter feed that's sort of in character within their Heartlife world, and uh, apparently people are also dressing up in like cosplay for our Fair City characters, which I think is pretty cool. Uh, I don't think many radio plays, uh, get, you know, experiences get that kind of uh, uh, addiction, uh, that, or that that level of, of fan support. So uh, hugely proud of everything our friends at Our Fair City have done. Um, I don't know what, uh, if, you're in, if you're in the Windy City, you should definitely see what live events they're doing. But I, I do know they tend to be going to the Convergence Con out in Minneapolis, which is a great time to see one of their live experiences. They also did a panel where uh, members of the actual panel, uh, well, I mean, the the public who came to the panel ended up doing sound effects for them. So it was an opportunity to be part of a sound effects making workshop by going to their panel. So they're they're really clever folks. Um, Clayton Fates, Jeffrey Gardner, Uh, David Reinstrom, many more at Our Fair City. Uh, Here are a couple Exclusion Day specials. Uh, We will not be canceling any films because they make fun of the Heartlife Corporation. Let's put it that way.
1: (laughs) Tonight's broadcast is brought to you by the company you depend upon
2: for all of your greatest needs, Heartlife. These stories are true dramatizations from Our Fair City's glorious history. So listen and remember... Part life, all the life you'll ever need.
3: Seventh, nothing.
4: Block the door. Come on, you two, help me push! Don't <laughs> Quiet, woman, we have no choice. Mama, I'm scared. Where are we? This is a safe place. Hundreds of good and industrious people used to work in this tower.
3: Before the troubles? Yes,
4: before the troubles. Mama, I'm scared! We're all
3: scared, child. What if they come through the
4: windows? The windows? We'll have to board them up.
3: With what? There's nothing in this lobby but the peaceful of
4: office function. If only I had some boards and nails!
1: Oh, they did. Who are you? Ho, ho, ho! I'm just a kindly old man. But what is really important now is your safety. That's right. We're in danger. tired hungry. taken by the trouble. There, there, child. Shut up. You're welcome. Now back to business, Mr... (laughs) What did you say your name was? Paul Fates. Mr. Paul Fates. Were you looking for barricade materials? That's right, but where are we going to
4: find loose nails and boards in a well-constructed building like this?
1: Look inside, child. There are gifts for you. Ho! Yes, I am miraculous! Let's get to work. Here, friends, take these foodstuffs and eat of them. But, sir, these are troubled times. If we take your food, you may starve, maybe even to death. Yes, you are right. But I am wise and can divide our resources fairly. If you have faith in me and follow my instructions without question, then you shall have all the food you'll ever need. I couldn't have said it better
4: myself. (laughs) (laughs) They heard our laughter!
1: New ideas. That doesn't sound. natural. It's all right, my children. Do not fear them. They are outsiders and should not be listened to. Ah, their sweet words belie hollow promises. If their strange new ideas really worked, then why are they outside in the cold? (laughs) Children, look upon my nourished belly and my healthy lustrous beard. Now listen to their ragged, ugly voices. Any simpleton can see that the only way to live a long, healthy life is to adhere to my beliefs and obey my whims. You're smarter than a simpleton, aren't you? He's right.
3: Even I, a child, know that only by following this man will we live and thrive. Go away, outsiders! Go die in agony! Forever!
4: Amen. May we stay with you and live in your wonderful tower, sir?
1: It is my fondest wish. Will you be my new papa? Yes, child. From this day on, I will be papa to all of you. But what should we call you? I have many names, but you may call me Papa Heart. And verily, from this night on, you will be free from outside thought and all of that hard life. Just follow me, for you have sought the joys of living heart life.
5: pitiless wind screams across the frozen wastes of ice and despair. Here, the last vestiges of humanity huddle together in tunnels beneath the mighty Heartlife Tower in a desperate and ruthless fight for survival. But not today, for today is that most joyous and sacred of all corporate holidays, Exclusion Day. Ah, Exclusion Day. Can you see it? the decorative boards nailed across the doorways keep out written in bright reds greens and blues the effigies hung by tower windows with care in the hopes that the outsiders will take heed and beware yes exclusion day is without a doubt the most important day in the city's fiscal cycle but what's this there is one policy who is not participating in this mandatory corporate celebration why It is none other than the enigmatic scientist, Dr. Emily Caligari. Even now, on the eve of this momentous occasion, the good doctor remains hard at work on the hope of heart life. Here, within the Dr. Montgomery Morrow Museum and Historical House, she labors alone, save for the cryogenically frozen Morrow himself and the inadequate aid of...
6: Snidge! Where's the lithium hydroxide gel? Here we go! Uh, listen. Doctor, you see, I was uh, wondering... Always
7: troubling. You know, tomorrow is... uh... Were you
6: wearing gloves when you picked up the lithium hydroxide? Uh, no. Why? Look at your hands, Snidge. Before your skin blisters off. Idiot. Now, let's see how the CO2 conversion works. More
8: people! We wish, we you, would would go go we we wish you would go away. We, we wish you would go away. We wish you would go away. It's Exclusion, exclusion day. day! Hey, Dr. Morrow. Happy Exclusion Day!
9: Clay, Sandy, Happy Exclusion Day to you as well. Dr. Caligari? Happy Exclusion Day. Go away. Uh, yeah.
7: No problem. Just, uh, where do you want us to nail up these decorative boards?
8: I don't care. Sounds like someone's being a bit of an outsider. Why don't we nail
7: them
6: across the bookcases? Damn it. Snitch! If your hands haven't melted off, I need the electron magnifier.
8: Clay, hand me the blinking keep-out sign. All right. Let's all have some algae pudding. Let's all have some algae pudding. Let's all have some algae pudding. Well they're eaten, eaten by wolves. Must you do that? According to corporate policy 7672-56, all moles are required to exhibit the minimum level of exclusion day cheer deemed abundant.
7: Here's the magnifier.
6: Finally, bring it over here.
7: Oh, hey Sandy? Clay? Hello, Mr.
6: Andrew. Happy Exclusion Day. Happy Exclusion Day. What part of bring it over here don't you understand? Uh, Sorry. Here. I'll get it.
7: Um, Dr. Caligari. What? About what I was saying before? (laughs) What about it? Well, you know that, uh, (laughs) tomorrow is, um... uh, Get
6: to the point, Snidge. Well, I, I
7: was wondering if maybe it's, it's excuse uh, me doctor but these gentlemen are here to see you did you hear
5: that roman he called us gentlemen oh we do have a certain refined demeanor that we do roman that we do
6: can i help you do with something
5: <gasps> oh good day madam we are here on behalf of the heart life gives back initiative
6: is that right
5: at this most festive time of year it is only right to take stock of all that we have. And to give back to those who are not
7: quite as fortunate as ourselves. By giving back to Heartlife. Did you know there are lightning riggers right now who are starving out on the tundra? By giving back to Heartlife, we can guarantee you will never be out there with them. So, how much can we put you down for?
6: <laughs> nothing. Hey Roman, did she just say nothing?
5: Oh, perhaps she means she'd like to donate anonymously, Flint.
6: I mean that my discretionary credits go toward materials HeartLife life doesn't deem cost effective. So if the company actually wants this drill to do anything except violently explode, they would do well to leave me to my work.
5: That's not very jolly,
4: is it, Flint? Could be someone needs a lesson in the true meaning of exclusion
5: day. Oh, could be, could be. <coughs>
3: oh,
5: oh. On second thought, it could also not be? You
6: want to know the true meaning of Exclusion Day? Exclusion Day is just an ordinary day arbitrarily given significance by hard because without a day dedicated to positive emotions, the city would descend into murderous anarchy. Now the next person who lets the words Exclusion Day pass their lips is going to spend tomorrow cheerfully thawing in a putrescible waste field.
10: Ah. Good day, madam. And a happy, uh, evening to you. Well,
6: you sure showed them. What I said applies to moles as well.
8: Come on, Clay. Let's go line the hallways with traditional tinsel lace tripwire. <sighs>
7: uh, Dr. Caligari? What? Can I... can I have the day off tomorrow? For exclusion
6: day? This is about the Geonaut, Wilkins, isn't it? Kinda. Snidge, do you see what I'm working on here? An atmospheric regulator? Right. This is what's going to keep Ms. Wilkins breathing inside the hope. But by all means, if you think there is a better gift to give your girlfriend than survival, you can take tomorrow off.
7: Gee, thanks, Dr. C.
6: Enjoy your job, Snidge. Once you've melted.
9: That was unnecessary. I warned him. You should rethink how you treat others. There is no reason you cannot be a good person.
6: I'm a good scientist.
9: And what of the science of kindness? The science of charity, of mercy, of benevolence.
6: You're making those
9: up. I was once like you. I did not give others enough time or consideration. I thought my contributions to science were enough that they made me indispensable to the company. And? The directors agreed, as you can see. (sighs) You could yet avoid this fate. You have what I did not.
6: A freeze gun?
9: Friends. Ah! People, then. Those who would protect you, who would fight for you, if only you would let them.
6: I think I'll take my chances. Thank you.
9: Hmm. Perhaps you need a lesson. Tonight, you will be visited by three scientists.
6: I'm a bit busy just now. Can we maybe reschedule or never?
9: It is too late. The first is arriving. No! (laughs) No!
6: Right? Who are you? Why are you on my table? And where the hell did my atmospheric regulator go? Hm? Ooh, oops.
11: I'm afraid it's been unstuck in time. i really need to watch these landings. The name's Lindsay, though today I'm the scientist of Exclusion Day Past. You're kidding. It's what this printout says.
6: Moro put you up to this. Yes!
11: Well, no. That is to say, he will have put me up to it. In the future. Your future. My past. I'm a time traveler,
6: you see. Uh Aha. Well, if you'll excuse me, time traveler, I now have to rebuild a CO2 scrubber from scratch. Actually, it says here I'm to take
11: you on a visit of previous exclusion days to help make you a better person.
6: I don't think so.
11: Oh! A freezer egg. Can I see? Sure the hell? Probably me. Time travel tends to disrupt nearby electronics.
6: It'll be back up and running in an hour or two. Well, gun or no gun, there's no way I'm going (laughs) Cake.
11: Welcome to the past!
10: (laughs) <laughs>
11: Ow. Sorry, should have warned you. Your first trip to the fabric of space-time tends to be a bit rough. Oh. <laughs> it happens really? to everyone. There's no shame in it.
6: Where are we? A broom
11: cupboard? I think you mean, when are we a broom cupboard? Enough. I have to get back to work.
7: missiles? What is this?
11: The past, your past specifically. Exclusion Day,
6: 18 years or er, fiscal cycles ago. This. This is Professor Machina's Exclusion Day party for Science Academy students. That's. That's Holly Gates. We used to be lab partners. I
3: don't
4: see why
6: And Isaac Storm. He sat behind me and copied answers in quantum biology. Professors, students. They can see us. Of course they can see us. We're not ghosts. But what about causality? Shouldn't we be worried that our actions here could change the future? <laughs> Trust me, changing the future is way harder than you think.
11: <coughs> hey, hey,
9: hey! This is your DJ Archibald Funny Pants bringing you the latest corporately approved Muzak. We're about to slow things down here real quick, so pick a lovely lab partner and take them for a spin on the dance floor. Just remember to leave room for the corporate culture. Well, hey! This
6: is impossible. <laughs>
11: Let's find you! Where were you back now, hanging Come out by the, the punch bowl?
6: I'm not here. What do you mean? I was... am... back in the lab, working. Oh, I, I'm sorry. Why? I'm not. See that girl talking to Professor Machina? That's Adele Lazarus. 10 fiscal cycles from now, she starts an organ harvesting cult in Green Sector. They only find pieces after those nut jobs turn on her. Over there by the speakers, that's Dunstan Van Lowell. He'll be caught using subliminal messages on an actuary and then accidentally lobotomized by data extraction. Isaac Storm, shot by Chamberlain. Delilah Ventress, asphyxiated on the people mover. Holly Gates, eaten by Elizabeth Rourke. Nearly every person in this room is dead. I'm still here and they are not because they are here and I am not. I think you confuse living with merely surviving. Living is merely surviving. Anything else is romantic nonsense. Hmm, why don't
11: we consult an expert in both to the broom cupboard? Here we are. This way.
6: Why the hell are we here? I've never spent exclusion day in a putrescible waste field. No, but he has.
4: Neil Henderson? Huh? Is somebody calling me? Oh, hey! Sorry I didn't know anyone else was down here. No worries. Do you mind if
6: we join you? Pop a squat! Thank you. Doctor? <laughs> I'll stand. Thanks. Sit yourself.
4: Oh, doctor, huh? <laughs> Say, I uh, I don't suppose you could help me out. I got this rash that Not just that
6: k- kind of doctor.
4: All right, then. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what brings the two of you down to the putrescible waste fields on Exclusion Day?
11: Well, we could ask the same of you, Mr. Henderson. Uh, call
4: me Neil.
11: <laughs> Neil? Seems like your colleagues have taken the night off.
4: Uh... You aren't inspectors, are you?
11: It's okay, Neil. Nobody
6: is going to get in trouble. It's just I,
4: I kind of told them I'd cover for tonight. Told who? Everyone.
6: So you're currently providing power
4: for the entire city by yourself? <laughs> well, when you say it like that, it just sounds silly. <laughs> well, how would you say it? Well, the other PWCs, they got husbands and wives and family and friends and. I don't know. I just thought it would be nice that they could spend tonight with them. You know, boarding up doors with their kids, or raising a big one down at Al's, the old papa heart. This life, it it can get you down in the dumps if you let it. I've seen it happen. Everyone deserves a nice night once in a while.
11: And what about you?
4: Well, me? Heck, I got the peaceful quiet of the fields, a fire to keep the smell away, a harmonica to play, and my (laughs) shovel at my side. What more could a person want? But, isn't
11: it a bit dangerous? You could die.
4: I suppose. But look, uh, we all end up in the deep doo-doo sooner or later. Uh, (laughs) If I gotta go, I'd at least like to go helping some folks I know. I expect that's about the best any of us can ask for. (laughs) If you all excuse me, I gotta keep some keep out signs of twinkling. (laughs)
11: Excuse me for saying so, Neil, but that shovel of yours hardly seems up to the task.
4: Yeah, she's definitely seen some better days, but we gotta stick it out. Louise isn't up to be replaced for another three cycles.
6: Louise? Don't you mean Betsy?
4: Betsy? Who's Betsy?
6: Who, indeed? <laughs>
4: I'm looking for a Neil Henderson. <laughs> That's hey. me. I was told to furnish you with this replacement shovel, Sign here. Uh, sure. Here you go. Thanks, uh, what's your name? Silty. Old Silty. Well, thanks, Old Silty. Uh, happy Exclusion Day. Why, thank you, Mr. Henderson, and uh, happy Exclusion Day to you. <laughs> Did you do
11: this? Maybe. Do you like it? I
4: like it? it it's... it's. I think I'll call her... Uh, what was that name you said, Doc? Uh, uh, Betsy! Yeah, yeah! She looks like a, a, a Betsy, don't she? Hello, Betsy. Well, we should leave you to your work. Hey, wait! I, I can't let you go empty-handed. Uh, here. Take my harmonica. I know it ain't much, but it is something. Happy Exclusion Day, y'all. Now come on, Betsy. Let's break you in.
6: Catch! What am I supposed to do with a harmonica?
11: The fact that you have to ask is proof of how much you need it. Well, this is where we part ways. Don't be sad. I'm sure we'll meet again someday. Very, very sure.
6: Aren't you forgetting something?
11: No, I don't think so. Me! You twit, you have to take me back. Actually, I have to go back three months and put in a requisition form for a custom designed shovel. So I will be sending you back through this handy dandy wormhole. Seriously? Great so. And this one is a little bit less predictable. I recommend you take a deep breath and try
3: to roll when you land. What? Off you go! <laughs>
6: seriously the ceiling at least it's over
12: (laughs) merry christmas (laughs) merry whatmas oh sorry i mean merry exclusion day happy exclusion day whatever (laughs) west (laughs) what do you want why, my dear, I am the scientist of Christmas Friday. past, here to take you on a whirlwind tour of cheer and goodwill.
6: Fine, let's just get this over with.
12: Here we are. Bottoms up.
6: What exactly is this?
12: Ah. Oh, just a little something to make our travels to the city a bit easier.
6: Easier how?
12: By making us visually imperceptible. Invisible? You want me to swallow an invisibility formula? I assure you it's perfectly safe. My friend Griffin designed it himself, and I've made the necessary adjustments so the effect should be less permanent. Less permanent? Look, translucent (laughs) I go! And see? I didn't become a skinless puddle of dissolute amino acids. I call that a resounding success. You really expect me to do this? I suppose we could just stay here and I could help you with the atmospheric regulator.
6: Damn you. <laughs> That's
12: the spirit. Now, let's get these clothes off. What? Let's... Uh, our clothes can still be seen. We need to shed them if we are to truly be invisible.
6: I am not getting naked with you. But, Emily, how
12: else will we walk among the city folk unobserved?
6: Well, we could always make our clothes invisible, too. Oh! <laughs>
12: Refractive polyfibers! Well done, Emily! No wonder you are so difficult to find. Ah, now, I too am completely unseeable. Ugh. <laughs> now, now, Emily, the invisible body is nothing to be ashamed of. Shall me.
6: Where are we going? J-Deck. Why? What's on J-Deck?
12: You'll see. Doors opening. <laughs> <laughs>
5: And so, the two scientists set forth out of the lonely confines of Old Tunnel, and down into the crowded halls of the city below, where revelry and corporately mandated delight were the order of the day. Where the air smelled of peppermint algae, and the walls were awash in the multicolored glow of the holiday warning displays. Where every policy had a spring in their step, and a laugh waiting just behind their teeth ready to come out. Except for one, of course.
6: A colossal waste of time, if you ask me.
5: Huh? Who said that?
10: (laughs) Invisible Woken! Clear the halls! Barricade your doors! Invisible Woken! Ah,
12: Emily, my formula may make us invisible. However, it does not make us inaudible. We should probably (laughs) speak in whispers from here on out.
6: Whatever.
12: Huh. Where is he? (gasps) There. The tunnel on the left. Quickly, Emily, we must catch them before you leave. Before who?
6: Where? Who are we following?
3: Uh, hi.
10: Hello. What? Uh, hello there, little policy. Well,
6: who could that be?
3: Uh,
6: I'll find out. Oh, Lily, go play the hiding game in the closet. Who
10: is it? Uh, just a kindly old man. Ho, ho, ho. What? Andrew? Andrew,
6: is that you?
10: Andrew? I don't know anyone named Andrew. I'm Papa Heart. Ho, ho, ho.
6: Cassie, who is it? It's, um, Papa
12: Hart. <laughs> before
10: she shuts the door. Now, I'm looking for a little policy named lily ho, ho, ho.
11: Are you really Papa Heart?
10: Uh, I've got a festive beard, don't I? Yeah. And a jaunty pocket fob? I guess. Then what makes you think I'm not Papa Heart?
11: <coughs> well, you kind of look like the picture Cassie keeps in her
10: room. Picture? What picture?
11: Lily, I don't think Papa Hart needs to
6: hear about it. It's of a boy. <laughs> That's
3: enough, Lily.
6: Uh, why don't we see? Why don't we find out what Papa Hart is here for?
10: Uh, right, uh, yeah. <coughs> now, Lily, have uh, you been a productive policy this year? Uh huh. And you put up boards to keep outsiders away. Uh-huh. Well then, let's see what I have in my bag for you. The bag! Cassie! Cassie has a bag! Let's see. Oh. Well, it seems the only thing I have in here is this. Neil Henderson doll! Can-
6: a minute. Come, Lily. Why don't we show Neil Henderson
11: the decorations we put up? I reckon I'd like that! Andrew.
7: Papa Hart.
11: Where did you find a Neil Henderson doll? They were all sold out. I, uh, (laughs) I made it. You
7: made it? Dr. West says I need to work on my stitching, and it seemed like a good way to practice.
6: Well, as long as you're here, I can give you your present.
7: My... you... you got me uh
6: Here. This is for you.
7: No one's ever gotten me an Exclusion Day present before.
6: Clearly. Open it, silly. Gloves? For work. I I thought maybe they'd keep you safe from chemical burns or... or electrocution or whatever's been biting your hands.
7: Sorry about how they
6: look. <laughs> Lily decided to decorate
11: them while I was out.
7: They're. Th- th- this is.
11: Uh, do. Uh,
7: do you like them? Like them, like them. What is the best thing anyone's ever given me?
10: Here, oh, uh, hold this.
6: Oh, Papa Hart's sack. This must be important then. How <laughs> uh, they look. Andrew, why is this bag?
7: Filled with algae bars. Huh? Oh, oh, those are for you. For me? Uh, yeah, well, well, I mean, I'm uh, at the museum. Uh, we don't really use our food rations, so uh, I'm saving them up. I thought your family could have a real evening of exclusion fees. Uh,
3: did, did you hear something?
7: Shut up and let
11: me hug you. Cassie! Stop hugging Papa Hart, Cassie! He has other policies to visit! Isn't that right, Neil? Why, that's as right as Sunday, sarsaparilla, Lily! <laughs> well, <laughs> I
10: don't want to hog
6: <laughs> Papa Hart.
3: Happy Exclusion Day, Aunt
10: Papa Heart. Uh, happy Exclusion Day, Miss Wilkins. Ho, ho,
11: ho! <laughs> Come on, Neil. I want to show you to your new room. Fine and tootin', Lily! Yee! That was awfully nice of you, Andrew. Oh. That was awfully nice of Andrew, who is gone now. (laughs) (laughs) Mom, come with me to the kitchen. I've got something to show you.
12: Well, Emily, what do you say to that brothy stew for the ephemeral consciousness? Emily? Emily?
6: What? Yes! Yes! (laughs) Exclusion day cheer, I've seen the error of my ways. We
10: can go home
12: now. You fell asleep!
6: Come on! Did you think you'd just show me Snidge mooning over our Geonaut and my heart would suddenly grow three sizes?
12: I... I don't believe spontaneous hypertrophic cardiomyopathy was a goal of mine, although I wonder if it's possible to induce such unnatural growth. I need some spare heart to... Focus! Herbert! (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry, Emily. There is plenty more Christmas spirit out there. On dasher, on dancer.
6: What exactly is this Christmas thing you keep going on about?
12: Oh, Christmas is the most wonderful holiday ever created. It commemorates the birth of a man who rose from the dead.
6: <sighs> you would celebrate that? Yeah. yeah. yeah.
12: So,
8: what's Welcome coming toward
12: us is deadly magma flow. No, people! Perfect! Moro says there is much we can learn from the moles about the milk of human kindness. Just so long as we don't
6: actually have to milk them.
8: Come on, Lomi, aren't you going to join in? Yeah,
6: you love to go
7: Exclusion Day caroling.
8: Hmm? What? Oh, uh, yeah, no, I'm,
11: I'm, I'm with you. Well, Dog whales, well, Dog whales, that's
6: what people say. Isn't that the mole we saved? The one who was with
12: Neil Henderson? It does appear to be. Oh, how I wish she'd let me give her that tentacle prosthetic.
11: Sorry, mates. I'm just. I'm not feeling quite in the exclusion day spirit. What with Mr. Neil being gone and. and. You are? Are, me on. Me on. It's okay, Lomi.
7: Unless a supervisor notices your lack of cheer and we all get in trouble.
11: Hey! No, no, he's right. Sip up a snout and all that. We best stop singing again! Away from the danger of strangers outside With our about
5: we all would
8: have died She keeps us, protects us from worry and fear In exchange for
6: 50% growth every
11: year
12: Poor me whatever will become of her?
6: If nothing changes, she will be sent
12: to the farm. Well, that doesn't sound so bad.
6: Put another way, she'll be euthanized and ground into coffee pigment. Hmm. I've seen
10: enough. Let's go. Pebble for the outsider! Pebble for the outsider! Pebble for the outsider?
8: <laughs> My, what a fine-looking effigy.
10: Thanks!
8: Ash chiseled the face.
10: Note the murderous is intense
8: and I found rocks for the body, arms and poisonous spines. I don't seem to have a pebble on me. Clay? Uh,
7: no, Lomi. What?
8: No, I don't have anything e-
11: except... What's this? How did this get in my pocket?
10: What is that?
11: It's a mouth organ, but I don't own a mouth organ. There's a name written on the side. Henderson. <gasps> It must have belonged to Mr. Neil. But
8: I don't remember
10: him. Henderson?
8: You know Neil Henderson? And he gave you his mouth organ? That's so cool. Can you play it for us? I don't know.
11: Please? Please? Oh, right.
3: Oh, I'll try.
12: That was awfully kind of you, Emily. I'm sure I don't know what you're talking about.
6: Go West!
12: What's that? Oh dear! I appear to be appearing. Well, looks like this little jaunt of ours is at its end. I don't suppose I could borrow your that coat for a trip back. Nope. Well, then, the air it is. Don't want to cause a fuss. <laughs> As for you, Emily, Moro wants you to head down to Expansion eighty-seven, where you will meet the scientist of Christmas future. Good luck to you. Ta!
6: Let's just get this over with.
5: Doors opening. Doors closing.
8: Just one
6: more, and I'll finally be done with this.
5: Doors opening.
10: Hello?
6: Is anyone there? Hello? Look, I'm a busy woman. Can we just get this over with?
2: If you insist. You?
6: You're the scientist of Exclusion Day Future?
2: I've been called worse.
4: Damn! This
2: is an abandoned expansion tunnel, Doctor. No one to help you here. No cronies to fool me. No woken to stop me. No ice gun to freeze me.
6: You can't do this, Chamberlain! I'm working for the city again!
2: <laughs> Funny story. No one ever filed to have your kill order rescinded, which means I'm completely within my rights.
6: Gwyn won't like this. He'll send you to the cube!
2: You, Doctor, are worth it.
6: Great! A huge assembly cavern with absolutely no cover! Just what I needed! Come on, access panel, access panel! Ta I can just hack into the atmospheric controls. Fine then. The hard way.
2: Hiding in the fog, Doctor. How...
6: fun. You can still do this, Emily. If you can get around him. Back to the tunnel. You can make it to the elevator and... Oh God, I'm talking to myself.
2: You always knew it would come to this, Doctor. You and me, here and now. You can't escape this. It's your fate. It's everyone's fate. I find everyone in the end. Nearly there. You did make things interesting. I'll miss that about you. In fact, I might be the only one who misses you when you're gone. Does that make me your best friend?
6: He's just trying to distract you. He only goes on like this when he's distracting his prey or when he's talking into that damn... Tape recorder. Boo.
2: Now, now, Doctor. It's rude to crawl away from the game just because you're losing. Well, this has been fun. Thank you, Doctor. I couldn't have asked for a better gift. Happy Exclusion Day.
3: No!
12: Not this time!
5: Men's courses will foreshadow certain ends to which, if persevered, and they must lead. But if the courses be departed from the ends will change. Say it thus with what you show me. Hear me. I am not the man I was. Assure me that I may change these shadows you have shown me. Tell me I may sponge away the writing on this stone. Whoever you are, shut up and quit your whining.
9: I believe she is waking up.
5: Dr. Caligari?
7: Are are you alright? Dr. Caligari! Snidge? Yeah, it's me. What day is it? It's still exclusion day.
6: You didn't miss it.
9: (laughs) Great. How are you feeling?
6: Like I was hit with the people mover. But don't worry. Once that stops, I will kill you. What? Why? He sent Chamberlain after me. What the hell were you thinking making him the scientist of Exclusion Day Future?
9: Scientist of... Actually, I had nothing to do with Agent Chamberlain. Professor Machina was the third scientist you were to meet. Yeah. If she hadn't found you
4: when she did
9: and use your freeze ray on him, oh, you would have been a goner. Once the mole people dug you out of the tunnel collapse, you were brought here to recuperate. Whoa, oh, whoa, whoa, you C. Emily, you need to rest.
6: Chamberlain isn't going to stop. When he wakes up... Don't worry, we took care of that. You what? Cassie talked to Wynne, and he had the
7: kill order on you officially revoked. Cassie filed the form herself, and she knows your files, yeah. so you don't have to worry about him anymore.
6: We'll see. Andrew! Dinner's ready!
7: Coming, Dr. West! You're more than welcome to join us, Dr. Caligari. Fine. Oh, well, Dr. West will be disappointed, but... Wait. (sighs) Was that a... was that a yes?
6: Why? Was your offer insincere?
7: No! (laughs) No, never... never mind. Uh,
6: Dr. West? We'll need one more place for dinner! Bully! This isn't because of you, you know.
9: I didn't say anything. You've had me
6: running around since last night, and I haven't eaten.
9: Of course.
6: Just so we understand each other.
5: Very well. Good. And so, this holiday ends for Dr. Caligari as she goes to join the Exclusion Day feast. Her heart may not have grown three sizes, but in her own way, she has learned a valuable lesson. No scientist is an island. No policy can go it alone. Everybody needs somebody. And on Exclusion Day, it is important to remember that. To take time to reflect on those who keep us safe, who value and care for us, who are always there for us whenever we need them. It is important, in other words, to remember hard life. And so, I leave you, dear listeners, with the words Dr. Morrow spoke as Dr. Caligari walked out of sight. Happy Exclusion Day to
9: all! To
0: all a good night. And that was an Exclusion Day special by Our Fair City. Uh, More of them, OurFairCity.com. And definitely check them out on Facebook and Twitter, Our Fair City. All the links and stuff, of course, at Radiodramarevival.com. Meantime, uh, more Christmas stuff coming to you next week. Uh, Archives of stuff that's not Christmas related at Radiodramarevival.com. Check out our SoundCloud Stitcher itunes radio drum revival uh facebook.com forward slash radio drum revival and on twitter at, at @RadioDrama. you can email me anytime at fred at radio drum revival.com and if you do like this show uh please do support us uh, we also have mugs and t-shirts available uh people liked our designs so those are going to be available to you at the public at radio Drama. revival.com support the show wear some swag uh they came out pretty nice and uh, that is a wrap for this week. Uh, Radio Drum Revival is produced by yours truly, Fred Greenhalgh. Um, submissions editors Matthew and Monique Boudreau of Oral Stage Studios. Um, all shows on the show. Copyright remains to original producer, but do please share this show as far and widely as you like. Radio Drum Revival is a production of Radio Drum Revival LLC and is published at radiodrumrevival.com as a labor of love. Till next time, keep your mind and your ears open. Thanks for tuning in and have a great week.